All right. Okay. We're hitting it. Let's hit it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those are really epic. I know. <laughs> it's all a letdown from here. True. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Sorry, we'll start over. <laughs> um, good morning. <laughs> Good morning. That was way worse than the first one. We needed an official, like, hey, welcome to Hogs and Rope. I'm Hogs and you're Rope. I'm Rope. (laughs) I think that's it. Okay. I think that's That's good. Okay. All right. Uh, Well, why don't you do the welcome? You're always better at that kind of stuff. I don't know why I start, start doing it. You, I like when you do it. Okay. Hello and welcome to Hogs and Rope. I'm Pamela Hogewoning, one of your hosts. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm Amy Roper, your other host. <laughs> Hostess. The hostess. With the mostest. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Um, yeah, right. Here we are uh, on the eve of Christmas, on the eve of Christmas Eve almost. Mm, and we're the eve, eve. Yeah. And we're talking about basically the the culmination of the essence of Christmas, I think, which is our Ooh, topic like of today. That's great. Our fourth theme of Advent, which is yeah. love. Which is a good one. Yeah. Um, and now is the time I tell Amy, I really didn't plan anything for today. <laughs> and now's the time when I tell Pam, it's okay, we got this, we it's going to be fine. We got this! <laughs> it's going to be got fine. This. People are like, I would love to take 15 minutes and listen to ramblings. That's, That's right. why they tune in. That's, right. That's why they tune in. Yeah. And if they don't like that, then they don't tune in. And that's okay. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I know. There's like, Yeah. I don't know. I love is like such a complex topic just because of all of the secularization of love of like what what does love mean and like um is it an emotion is it a verb is it is a, I guess a status is it like a mm. uh, what is love so but I think like um we can focus more in it or on it in the context of Christmas, because Christmas mm-hmm. is ultimately one of like the beginning or one of the ways God expresses love in a very particular way, yeah. which is to be is a vulnerable love, and mm. it is the foundation of a self-sacrificial love. So I think, like I I look at the the story of the nativity, and I think one one person who expresses love very profoundly because a lot is joseph i would say like in matthew one um mm. you know joseph gets he hears this news about mary and he's like what you're pregnant and <laughs> sister come on uh, like come <laughs> on girl. that's the holy spirit <laughs> be real with me <laughs> no but so like even in that in, in his disappointment he showed showed what love looks like like wanting to divorce mm. her quietly not wanting to bring her sh- undue shame and all of that but still yeah. in that wanting to be um uh committed to god and god's principles which is you know not to have a child out of wedlock and all of that and to be righteous and so joseph mm-hmm. was like navigating that 
but he was also very receptive to God. So he receives like a dream from God where an angel tells him that God has a very particular plan and purpose for this child. And that is why it's mm-hmm. conceived of the Holy Spirit and that he, God is also inviting Joseph in on this, like Joseph God has a role for Joseph in it. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's very interesting that out of, out of any of the characters in the characters, the people in mm. the Christmas story, the nativity, you know, Christ coming, Joseph, I think, I mean, fact check me, people, send it in the comments if I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> oh, they I, will. I think he's the only person who never says anything. He mm. never speaks. And in that, like, I, I'm challenged by that in the sense of, like, love. How can yeah. I express love without words? Because mm. that's exactly what Joseph does. Like, and God challenges him. He got, Joseph obviously has a love for God and right. a desire to um, just honor God and bring God glory and be righteous and live the way God wants him to live but yet still leaves open-handed for God to directly speak to him and directly give him direction as to how to love, how to move, how to, um, I guess, navigate something that's very complex. And yeah. yeah, And so even though he says nothing, he still does everything that God asks because like he woke up from this dream, the angel of the Lord, you know, commanded him uh, or commit, you know, told him to take Mary as, as his wife, and there's nothing he says. You know, Zachariah responds, Elizabeth responds, Mary responds, but Joseph, mm-hmm. all it says is he did as the angel told him, and he took Mary as his wife. He didn't have uh, marital relationships, which is sex, until <laughs> until she had born G- a son, and he named yeah. and he named him Jesus. And so I th- I don't know. I think. Um, that in and through Joseph, God does tell this greater story of love, a story of love um, that mm-hmm. is told through action. So I don't know. That's I. That's my initial thought on love. Um, those are some really great thoughts. I guess I hadn't really thought about um, Joseph in that context before. I mean, I've always really enjoyed his um, his storyline you know the part of the part that he the role that he plays but it's interesting because i think it does play into that bigger context you know um in the hebraic mindset like they talk about how um jesus's first coming you know as the servant king that it's really all about that servanthood and and yeah to to serve and then the second time he returns is him coming back as um, the reigning king, you know, so Ben, Ben yes. Yosef, Ben Joseph, the servant king, um, the picture of Joseph that we see that that servant, um, servanthood is really kind of what shines out in this, this first account here. And so I think it's yeah. cool how you see consistent nuances. You know, it's like, we don't always think about that. But it's like layer upon layer upon layer in these stories. Um, or people's lives, you know, that, that make up the story for us. Um, it's like, everyone is kind of modeling this great overtone of servanthood, um, of sacrifice, of love, yeah. of, of trust. Um, and so I just, I think that's really cool. You know, how, um, when we stop and think about things, how a lot of times things really build on one another. I think mm. that's amazing. And, and it's just a cool, like, uh, deep smattering 
of awesomeness, I think, in the story. But yeah, yeah Joseph, I always think, man, like how amazing it is, you know, because I think we don't, I don't anyway, I don't give dreams the same preeminence. Like hmm. if I had a dream like Joseph was, I was like, well, I probably ate some pizza and <laughs> now I'm not, you know, like, I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, like I just, it's so interesting to think about. Um, you know, how different people live into different truths of who God is and how we can learn from that and, and glean from that. So I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. I just shooting back to what you were saying about like the son of Joseph, mm. um, because one, just to give people some background, cause I don't think everyone here is a, like knows Hebrew. <laughs> so Ben uh, would be son. Yeah. So, like, so they're in, <laughs> in like the old Testament and, Jew, and so in Jesus's day, Jewish understanding of the Messiah coming, that there was like, mm. uh, like kind of like a twofold Messiah that was prophesied and that, that, and the basic understanding or assumption is that Messiah would come at once and fulfill both of those kind of roles. Um, right. And so there's like the son of Joseph, messianic prophecies meaning the suffering servant and and much mm -hmm. yeah like the son of joseph just serving yep. and doing um and then there was a the son of david this idea idea of the king messiah coming to establish god's kingdom fully and and i think like during jesus's day a lot of the jewish people were looking more for the establishment of God's kingdom because right. they were under, you know, Roman military occupation and all of that. So, mm -hmm. so I think what challenges um, uh, the contemporaries of Joseph and of Jesus are, and obviously Jesus challenge was that he first, he kind of just came first to really fulfill that first aspect of the son of Joseph, mm -hmm. this servant King who is going to restore the people's relationship back to God, like right. the spiritual relationship and all of that. And, um, and, and in the context of love, I, I, I think that is now I'm like really processing that of like, that was God's mm -hmm. first focus mm -hmm. because we always want our, it seems a lot of times we are less focused on us getting right on the inside with God and more mm -hmm. on getting everything right external of ourselves. Oh, ah! don't do it Pam. i know and the, and the love of god <laughs> is no i'm gonna first get you right with me right and yeah. if and and that like cosmically and like historically that's how god has moved i'm gonna get you need to get right with me i'm gonna and god knowing that we can't get ourselves right with god has right. sent christ right in a very vulnerable form to show us that that's how we need to be with God. Right. Like we need to be vulnerable with God. We need to be open to God. We need to recognize that we need to serve God. It's not about mm -hmm. me and building up myself, but ultimately love is about building up, you know, actually bringing God glory and honor and praise through my life and serving him, but by, mm -hmm. but also by building up others. And I think right. like Joseph, gosh, I mean, how many guys, like to play second fiddle to a lady <laughs> like yeah, i don't just, know a lot yeah <laughs> prince philip <laughs> yeah right yeah prince philip he was the german he was like, oh, yeah. yeah so it's it is like like i don't know we need this challenge of what is love without words without um like the light shining on us but it yeah. is like self-sacrificial Mm -hmm. selfless 
right willing to do what's right even if it's not about you right Whew. well oh i just want to sit in silence for a little bit but that's not great on the podcast <laughs> Let's just let that one so good. Let me just sit in there for a minute. Not because of, I want anyone else to think about it, but because I want to think about well, it. Well, I know. Um, but, you know, it is it is interesting when you start to unpack all of those things of like, because then you start to think of, you know, how was, what, when we see the, the deeper truths in those things of like, it all comes back to, you know, God in and of himself is complete, right? He isn't lacking mm-hmm. anything. So mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. able to give of himself in the ultimate ways. Right. Because he doesn't have to, you know, have to draw from us to receive fullness and completion, you know? Yeah. So like, and, and I think that's hard when, when we take that truth and then try to bring that into our own lives, because for us, I think that's what makes love feel so complicated is first and foremost, we're often not squared within ourselves in who we are in Christ, right? right? So that if I, let's say I reach out to Pam Mm -hmm. and Pam kind of doesn't respond well to what I'm, you know, I'm trying to do this great act of love. And she's like, nah, that's okay. (laughs) And the the hard pass. No, thank you. Um, What happens to me then is then I'm like, I'm rejected. And I feel Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. you know, now doesn't love me and now who am I as a person and we start to do this big tailspin of everything um and so it's I think sometimes you know or we serve and we give and then we're like all these people want from me is everything you know so I love that thought of God in himself is complete and then he wants to impart that completeness that fulfillment and that sustainability of us resting and being birth in his love so that then we can mirror the same thing as him so that regardless of how people interact with the love that we show them and give them it's not a performance-based thing and we're still able to be confident within ourselves and love ourselves and you know it's like so I think that's what makes those things so complex is like there's so many layers to all those different things And if you just want to make it a big, huge picture thing, it comes back to that simple, basic truth that knowing and understanding God's love to you, first and foremost, is really like one of the most important things that we can do to study, to get in, to to grow in, because everything flows from that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. But it is true that... um... Yeah, I think like the world tells us that we need to love ourselves first. I, mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm. I know there's the command, love your neighbor as yourself. And you, there has to be this balance of going, you know, you can't love someone else more than loving yourself. But all of that, that isn't, it has to be in the context of God's love, which is right. self-sacrificial, which is being filled more with God and God's desires, mm-hmm. God's plans, God's direction, God's goodness god's love than it is being filled with ourselves or being filled with someone else and i think i mean um i enjoy myself some like cheesy christmas you yeah. know dumb movie yeah. that you're like every plot line is exactly the same oh for sure and you know christmas morning or whatever the couple you know fall madly in love with each other or whatever it is it's just kind of like just like my whole life is changing yes. for a week. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, and I think the world is telling us like it, there's like you need this emotive like feel good about mm-hmm. yourself and that's not the reality. I mean, that's fleeting one. And right. and then it's it's not from God in a sense like it's you know, I don't, it's not God as the whole wholeness of God in love. And so it is I don't know. It just it brings me back to love is so much deeper and so much mm. stronger and mm-hmm. then this this something that um is fleeting that we might have moments of or we might think we mm-hmm. have and don't have or we might have and then lose and and I think like like I mean there's tons of that and I th- and what actually Amy you mentioned before we started of like another idea of a podcast or a season especially mm-hmm. going into February is to yeah. talk about love and the different kinds of love the relationships where love exists mm-hmm. so I think we're going to be doing that so if you're really interested in love <laughs> or, or dissecting this topic a little bit more um mm-hmm. we'll be doing that so we're gonna give it a go we're gonna give it a go <laughs> like we're gonna try the old college <laughs> I, I don't yeah I think like especially at Christmas like the love of God is so palpable it, if we really yeah recognize what's happening that god Mm -hmm. himself came super vulnerable to be in our position in our shoes to experience what i'm experiencing Mm -hmm. in order that i can then have a way to receive that love i was just thinking actually this morning um oh my kids get up so early like five or five (laughs) thirty yeah yeah i know which is like four o'clock my time. Know, yeah <laughs> so um so then we we're we're well Alma was still sleepy but the three of us were the rest of us were downstairs and micah was uh like she was like sliding <clears throat> on nick's legs somehow and then she ended up falling off the couch and just Ooh. like you know face planning and then she's just <laughs> she's just late you know she needs a snuggle so i gave her a snuggle but then she wanted her bunny so then i put her on nick and i went to get the bunny in and when i was looking at at them later and she just like soaked it up soaked up that like just he was mm-hmm. holding her and comforting her and just being with her for a while and that's like like god mm-hmm. has come to us to be with us to comfort us to know our pain all of that stuff and i don't want to say like love mm-hmm. doesn't just end there because i mean an hour later um he was also changing her bum <laughs> you know like no you can't have a dirty diaper and right and like feeding them food and no you have to sit at the Mm -hmm. table and you're only eating this you're not going to eat that stuff you're it's it's not snack time it's breakfast time so you're gonna eat yogurt you're gonna eat a banana and Mm -hmm. um and then like even in the difference too like all like that the girls getting dressed like one who is three is like we're like no you you put your own pants on you try to put your own shirt on Mm -hmm. and all of that and then the other Mm -hmm. one you're actually helping you know oh you got your arm through good for you and but i'm gonna (laughs) put your pants on for you because you can't do that so i just think like like god's love for us is so like so intimate and so Mm -hmm. um so much like that like where there's moments where it's just just straight comfort but a lot of times we just want god to be our comforter we don't want actually god 
God to push us, but God's love okay. isn't going to allow us to be hurt and broken. God's going to yep. continue to push us, going to continue to want to help clean up our mess, but also want us to eat and make good choices and want eat. Like, so I just think like love is so powerful in that aspect that God meets us where we're at, but doesn't leave us where we're at. Right. Yeah. And I love the, I love the picture that um, Christmas gives us of that transcendent God who comes to us um, Hmm. where we are, you know, Hmm. and comes, comes and meets us in a way that um, we can, we can take (laughs) take it in um you know and i i love that too about the holiday season of just that like remembering that christ did come and he came to earth um and that you know as fully god and fully man he experienced the things that we experience and i think that's a beautiful thing that you know is good for us to keep consistently reflecting on Mm. um because when we go through our you know, seasons or trials or tribulations or joys or celebrations to remember that, you know, God has experienced a lot of humanity and um, knows and understands, loves and cares. And I, I think one of the things that I always try to remind myself of is that we have the opportunity to be in a relationship with a God who sees, who cares and who knows, Yeah, you know, um, and to remember, because I think it's easy to put it into a, you know, well, when you're going through something or when we're facing stuff, it's easy to forget that um, God is there, that he cares that he sees and he knows. Right. And so I think that's something that when we bask ourselves in the love of God, um, when we really seek to know and understand the depths of that, to grow in love, Mm -hmm. um, just like we work to grow in love in relationships with other people, you know, the same thing to grow in love. Um, to understand that more, it gives us that baseline of stability um, and and helps us remember that he does care, see, and know um, all the things. So right. I love the I love the transcendent God. It's mm-hmm. one of my faves. You know, I love yeah. that part about him. That's good. I think like just maybe to wrap up and to give people, uh, I don't know, like a practical way of how to not evaluate, but maybe, maybe like reflect on our understanding or our our expression of love. Mm. Like Joseph is interesting because he, his life was, you know, definitely altered. And I think like with that, um, he could have asked the question, like, what about me? Like, what, how does, how does this impact me? Like, what about me? But instead he asks like, how can I serve? And I think that's what, like we can kind of ask what question am I asking in this moment or in this relationship? Am I asking like, what about me? Cause I mean, let's be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> Maybe I'll, Thank be you. I'll be honest. Like there are a lot of times if I like in the, in conflict in relationship or marriage or whatever, especially actually with kids, even like there are moments mm-hmm. that I realize my I'm responding or I'm reacting in a, out of a what about me kind of posture versus how can I serve you posture. Yeah. And so I think like maybe that's just something if people want to do a little self-reflection on like, that's an easy Mm -hmm. way to kind of in this moment and am I, what question am I asking? Sure. So yeah, that's a good one. And 
don't you think though too like joseph probably did ask like what the heck is <laughs> going on that's true <laughs> I mean, he had to have. He was human. Yeah, yeah. And so I think when you're in those moments, you know, like what Pam said, if you're reflecting on those moments and if you are asking like, oh, why me? And why has this always happened to me? Because I do the same exact thing. I'm like, everybody else's life is so easy and I mine's hard, you know, yeah. like. Um, and so I think like if that question is there, um, one, that it's it's going to be okay. Cause the, the yes. love of God, the transcendent mm-hmm. God wants to come to that. <laughs> right? right. And then fill you and then allow you to, you know, that's, that's what the love of God does. It's like, it, it, it fills us. So it gives us the fullness so that we can see things through a different perspective and a different light. Um, it helps us be able to view even those things of why me, um, through a different light too. So, yeah, it's, and I think that's what maybe we, that's the good news. And that's what we need to remind ourselves that, yeah, um, it, like I, I use the example of Joseph. I mean, you could use any person in the scripture to really have this conversation probably. And they express right, that love right. of God or reflect it a little bit differently, but Joseph, yeah, yeah. he wasn't perfect, but he did, right. um, raise the son of God, like in some aspect right. into some, some, yeah. I don't know, age, I don't know when Joseph died, <laughs> but, right. but he raised Jesus and Jesus's mm-hmm. love is right. perfect. And Jesus mm-hmm. owed nothing. He didn't wrong anybody. He lived a right, ra- righteous lo- life. Um, but he yet was willing to give it all up and giving it, right. give it all up, you know, to die right. and for mm-hmm. all of us. And that's where, like, that son of Joseph love, that son of Joseph, um, Messiah, comes in. Like, he's so, he's, you know, what is John three sixteen? For God so loved the world, he gave his own, his only son, that who should ever believe right. in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Like, yep. he was willing to go to the cross for us so that we can also be sons of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. And if you're listening and maybe the love of God is something that is newer to you or something that you feel like maybe you're not experiencing, um, I just want to encourage you to just ask God to reveal his love to mm-hmm. you and just be like, show me <laughs> your love. Or would you, you know, bring a, a memory to my mind where maybe I didn't recognize it at the time, but I saw your loving kindness or your mercy and your grace towards me, how you came to where I was and met me where I am and, and gave me direction and hope, you know, and um, because God really does want, that's the whole purpose. He wants his love extends to us so far that he wants to be with us on a personal level. And so um, if you're not experiencing that, or if you're struggling in experiencing that, you know, it doesn't have to be this crazy thing. It can Mm -hmm. just be asking And if you don't experience it, keep asking and just like, God, would you show me what that looks like? And, and then ask him to help you open your heart to receive those truths. And, um, cause he wants to do it. He wants to be in relationship with us. He longs to, um, and he really, really, really cares for each and every one of us. So just ask, man, (laughs) ask it up, (laughs) just ask away. Mm, Okay. mm -hmm. Well, Happy Advent.
Happy Advent, everybody. Oh, I love those thoughts about Joseph. <clears throat> I've always really enjoyed his character, but I thought that was good. I'm going to have to re-listen to the podcast just so that I can sit and pause when I wanted to. There you go. Oh, not because I like to hear myself, but um, because I thought that was a good talk. Thanks. That was really Thank good. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm trying. Oh, girl. Caleb. Oh, oh well everybody we just are praying and trusting that today you experience the love of god as you go about your business and that you're able to just first receive that and then pass that on to people that are around you Sounds whatever good. that looks like wipe those noses wipe those butts <laughs> physically and metaphorically and yes <laughs> In both sense. And <clears throat> cut. And probably a cow. And a cow. <laughs> don't have a cow. All right. No, don't okay. have a cow. We'll, we'll see there you at Christmas. Is. Good. Bye. Bye. Bye.